Welcome to the 15th episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex-Mex. This week, Boston Market, The Bear, Coach, and 402 Joe talk sports, food science, and bad endings. We've also got a spooky bears corner, and 402 Joe and I have a short talk slash review. Tex-Mex. It looks like we got Boston Market. Wow, Boston Market's on. What's up? Big Mac. Big Mac. Um, we got Coach. Yo. We got the Bear. And we got, uh, for the first time, uh, I guess actually Boston Market, this is your first time on the podcast too, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, don't, I don't even know why I joined. It was on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> um... Try to stick the radio names, and then we've, of course, another first time where we got 402 Joe, who's specifically here to discuss Lovecraft Country with me at the back half of the episode. Are, um, are we live? Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're hot, baby. Oh, it's so, it's not live per se. It's recorded live. Yeah, it, it's recorded No, there's, for the live there's studio, a live don't give studio me some audience answers. right now. <laughs> It's it's one Russian, one uh, Singapore, two Irishmen, and then uh, the rest of us are the audience. <laughs> um, no, okay. So the Boston and uh, uh, four hundred two, you guys are are, are newish, obviously, and I assume you haven't listened to the podcast. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> it's not great. The, it's not great. It's pretty bad. The the generally we start out just as I ask everybody like how was your week? Would you what, what, any anything exciting happen last week for you? Uh, let's start with Boston Market. Any anything exciting happen? Any any special uh, spreadsheets come across your desk? No, not really. No, nothing big in sports for you and your city. Nah, not really. I mean, we pretty abysmal football game. <laughs> so the only I mean, hey. Actually, I should have messaged you about this earlier, but you know, I'll I'll provide it as uh, uh, material for this podcast. I think we should feel really good about the Tampa Bay Rays making the World Series, considering we took their GM from the last so many years, right? Oh yeah, I mean, he's been such a good GM for them. Like he's been, he's always been good talent, but they never have the money to keep any of it. I mean, so, so I'm I'm really looking forward to see what he can do with a team that actually has a budget. Well. I, I, I think we picked him up because the owners of the Red Sox, I, I think they're starting to uh, pinch pennies a little bit. So I think they probably saw what he was doing down at Tampa and was like, oh, this guy. I don't, I've got, I don't I, think they're pinch pennies. I think they're yeah. being smart with their money more than the Dodgers are. I kind of feel bad for the guy, though, right? Because, I mean, he spent so many years in Tampa building up that team and the year he leaves, <laughs> they're in the World Series. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> his wallet feels so bad. <laughs> um, yeah. he is a gm his job is to make money um i i don't so the tampa bay rays made it to the world series yes yeah oh, didn't even the know team started, started, shopping mall. it's playing right now um, i think it's all i know about them i think it's uh oh bear's fault Bear? yeah <laughs> Um, or I, only... I guess it's not his fault it's it's it, it bear was unlucky for the region uh, they won a Stanley Cup. They're in the World Series. Bucks, they're going to win the Super Bowl. The Bucks look like the team to beat in the NFC. I do that to a lot of players. Yeah, Philadelphia in general. Yeah, you, you leave Philly. doing it my whole life. What's funny is, you know, there might be something to that because the Eagles-Ravens game, I started, and so I, I left my girlfriend's place at 1 o'clock, turned the radio on, in in my car and we were in the philadelphia metro area i was driving back and then um the scoring really slowed down as i kept driving for the ravens like as i kept like they put 17 up when i was in philadelphia and then uh at halftime i pull into my apartment i then go watch the rest of the game and the eagles uh score 28 more points so like you know maybe maybe there's something with that yeah, don't yeah. watch it. All I, all I know, all I know about the Tampa Bay Rays is that they have uh, a great TikTok and a very uh, woke Twitter account. 
Um, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all I need. Uh, are those are those spo- are those sponsor name drops? Twitter and TikTok. Uh, no, uh, no, they would never. Or actually, China might. Uh, if there was a Russian TikTok, maybe. Um, uh, TikTok. And- uh, 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 my 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 last update for the week is actually. Uh, <laughs> Uh, currently going on right now, I'm playing Tony Hawk as we are, uh, um, yeah. as we're potting. Uh, that that that's yeah. a sponsor name drop. Uh, go go uh, download Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Send the not, check. Not separate though. The the one and two combined. Game. Hey man, yeah. if you got an old dusty cartridge and you want to play the old uh, pixelated version of Tony Hawk One and Two, it's also on a disc. Uh, I guess yeah, it's Dude. on a disc, or you could play it on N64. That's definitely a yeah. Cartridge. If you try to play that game on N64, yeah. it's rough. We yeah. try. Like you, you it doesn't time. render. Nothing renders. You don't yeah. see anything until you're on top of it. It's not a good time. Um, Coach, any any updates? Uh, pick some pumpkins. Got some apple cider from a place, and you know my feelings on apple cider. This wasn't great apple cider. What are your feelings for the for the audience? The live studio audience. All right. So anybody listening to this podcast that heats up their fucking apple cider, I will come find you. Come get and me. And kill you. Come get me. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's kidding. He's Guess got what? a special set of coach would enjoy sure. I ate for dinner tonight. Kidding. What did you eat for dinner? Black bean burgers. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Just don't you can eat a black bean burger all you want. Just don't tell me that it's as good as an actual burger. No, all right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is this is good. This this is good that uh, Porky goes on this. Well, uh, oh God. Uh, what's what's his pod name? What's his pod name? Four two. Four two Joe. Four two Joe. Coach. I was trying to I was trying to remember Coach's pod name. Four uh, two uh, Joe uh, is a scientist of the foods, so he can tell us scientifically speaking whether or not hot cider is better than cold cider i would say it's not like really scientific you can enjoy either way you want but i would no 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 you can't there's only one way to drink cider you make cider it's it's already heated up so you're drinking and heated up oh yeah oh then cold you get the crisp you get the crisp apple taste when it's colder you don't get that when it's heated up you're so you're either drinking cider that isn't flavored correctly <laughs> well you have to heat it up to make it <laughs> yes but just because something is uh, served apart. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it doesn't matter how you enjoy it but See, i think it's better heated up can we uh can we turn this into ask a food scientist <laughs> uh, sure let's, let's get through uh, the week damn. wrap ups um <laughs> Bear, uh, what about you? Any, anything uh, exciting since the last podcast? Uh, well, I was supposed to go to something called Pumpkin Palooza, and it fucking <laughs> sucked. It was lame as hell. So <laughs> I was like three pumpkins. The, it was like I was getting it all pumped up. I was like, I was getting told this Pumpkin Palooza thing was like this shit. All these fucking pumpkins everywhere. I was expecting like jack o' lanterns, and uh, and like it was just a bunch of like four year olds. Like stuffing st- scarecrows, so I-, I pieced out and we went to a winery. It was pretty good, actually. I had, I- I'm not a huge wine guy. I I, I like the occasional uh, white white wine, and they had this hot apple wine, and it was super good. I had that. Is that just fun? Is that just cider? <laughs> no, isn't that just cider? <laughs> no, I'm pretty. Sh- no, no, no. It was definitely you, you, not you, hot you, apple you, cider. You no 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 hard cider. You tell me the difference between an apple wine and a hard cider. I don't know. the The fucking winery told me it was an apple <laughs> wine. It tasted different. It did not taste like hot cider. I don't know. It looked like it looked like white wine. Like it just t- it tasted like white wine with apple. But if it was cider, like I I don't give a shit. Like it probably was, but I enjoyed it. And then. uh and then fast forward to about five minutes ago, I actually brushed my teeth, flossed, uh, and used mouthwash just to, like, you know, close it down for the night, eating-wise. And then I start this podcast, and I, and I start eating ice cream. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I, like, I was like, fuck it, I'm just doing mouthwash again. I'm not going through that whole thing. So, But, yeah, that's, that's uh, my week. 
Good to know, good to know. How about you, for 2 Joe? Anything uh, exciting happened in your last week? Uh, last week, I, I did create. Uh, we had to do, we had to make some innovative bomb pops for a customer at my job. And I had to make a, a new bomb pop. It was based off the earth. So it was, the hell's a bomb pop? Like, you rock, know, the red, like white, and blue pop? pop? Like a rocket pop. Oh. Oh. Based off the earth, it, it was like hate- clouds clouds land and ocean so it was like white blue and green you should have done earth wind and fire i hear they can kick the beat yeah i should do like an avatar pop <laughs> or something. Um, dude anytime i hear staying alive by the bgs or uh september by earth wind and fire i just start giggling <laughs> that was a boys weekend right wasn't that just a bear comment like an offhand bear comment that was, I think, Boys Weekend 1. It was in Florida. Yeah, it was. We were, we were just listening to Random music videos. videos. yeah. And then uh, the Earth, Wind & Fires by September comes on. And, you know, it's them dancing and whatnot. And uh, Bear's like, you know, I bet, uh, I bet uh, Earth, Wind & Fire kicked the Bee Gees' ass. So I think... Uh, Tex-Mex, you, you probably had control of it, so you turned on uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees next, and it's like, the first shot is them just like walking down the street being super flamboyant about it. <laughs> and we all just lost it. Because they could. Earth, Wind, and Fire would beat the shit out of them. E- easily beat the shit out of the Bee Gees. But we, uh, we interrupted you for it. Oh, that's what fine. Were you saying? Over the weekend, <laughs> I, I downloaded the, the new Jackbox pack came out, so I downloaded that. What are they up to? Uh, they added, there's a Quiplash 3, which is always good. Um, there's a game. No, I mean, just like, what, 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 what version is it? Oh, it's number seven. Is this going to be like our generation, or I guess the, the, the now albums were our generation's now albums, yeah, but is this like, like the new generation? They'll have like, a, they'll be up to like Jackbox 85 or some shit. Um, Jackbox Greatest Jack. I, I would say like three out of the five games were were fun and then i had some friends over from high school and we, we oh, kept maybe. trying to play the that fucking the rap the rap the robot rap game and the servers kept crashing over and over again so that was fun and also uh, you're minecraft, in a, minecraft uh, steve sucks in smash also oh is he is he officially yeah in? he came out all my birthday <laughs> Oh man, I haven't even. I I don't. My switch is uh, sleeps in another house, so I haven't I haven't touched it in a little bit. Um. Okay, uh, Bear, do you want to go into Bear's corner? Or do you want to before we go into Bear's corner, uh, ask your food scientist? I want to ask, and I'm not expecting you to know this, but I was watching. I I like Impossible Burgers, and I know I know Coach doesn't like. Them. But uh, I don't dislike them. They're just not as good as a burger. So there's this big. Uh, I was I was watching this thing on like how they're made, and there's this big uh, uh, I I don't know why conflict about the shit that they put in it. It's called like something red, and it's meant to like mimic like the blood of oh, like the yeah. animal. And I've heard I and like from what they were saying about it, I couldn't really tell. Is, is this like some hippie conspiracy thing, or is this like a real thing? Like, I, f- I feel like I read exactly what you're talking about on Twitter or something, saying is it a hippie conspiracy and all that. And I, I don't know for sure. I think it's – I don't think there's enough information out there yet on it. So so I may get cancer. Yeah. Uh, damn it. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's go but like, to Bear's Corner. But but what, what doesn't give you cancer? So. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I guess, According I to guess, Rush Limbaugh, smoking doesn't yeah, give I'm you guessing, cancer. I'm guessing that burgers <laughs> give you just as much cancer as this, like, red stuff. I would assume eating, like, the, uh, there's, like, a, uh, God, I think we were in college when, like, a report saying, like, bacon gave you cancer came out. Maybe we had just gotten out. I, I don't remember. But, like, I think that was a tipping point for a lot of people where they're just like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll take the risk. <laughs> Speaking of cancer, everyone give your prayers to uh, the creator of the perfect system, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah, I saw that. No shit. He's got lim- oh, yeah, he has uh, lymphoma. lymphoma. Oh, fuck, man. 
the perfect system. Yeah. <laughs> right, just remember, <laughs> just remember, Tony Stark made it with a bunch of scraps and a cake. <laughs> oh yeah, that was him too. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Never, what do we got? Bear? All right, never forget, man. So I'm gonna. This bear corner is a reading, and it's it's a pretty quick <laughs> reading. But uh. Are you going to recite Has anybody here heard the story of the killing of Tim McLean? No. All right. no. <laughs> All right. I stumbled upon this a couple weeks ago. <laughs> this is like... I, I, all right. So the incident took place near Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, during a trip from Edmonton to McLean's hometown in Winnipeg. At 12.01 p.m. on July 30th, 2008, Tim McLean, a carnival barker, was returning home to Manitoba after working at a fair in Alberta. He departed Edmonton on board Greyhound Bus 1170 to Winnipeg via the Yellowhead Highway through Saskatchewan. He sat at the rear, one row ahead of the toilet. At 6.51... (laughs) Or at 6.55 p.m., the bus disp- departed from a stop in Erickson, Manitoba, with a new passenger, Whoa. Vince Waiwong Lee. Oh, my God, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, described as a tall man in his 40s with a shaved head and sunglasses, originally sat near the front of the bus, but moved to sit next to McLean following a scheduled rest stop. McLean barely acknowledged Lee, then fell asleep against the window pane, headphones covering his ears. According to witnesses, McLean was sleeping with his headphones when the man sitting next to him suddenly produced a large knife and began stabbing McLean in the neck and chest. After the attack began, the bus driver pulled to the side of the road. He and all the passengers fled the vehicle. The driver and two other men made an attempt to rescue McLean, but were chased away by Lee, who smashed them from behind, or slashed at them from behind the locked bus doors. Ultimately, Lee decapitated McLean and displayed his severed head to those standing outside of the bus, then returned to McLean's body and began severing other parts and consuming some of McLean's flesh. (laughs) At... 8.30 8.30 p.m., the police came. Uh, <laughs> uh, a bunch of shit happened with the police coming. The other passengers were huddled at the roadside, some of them crying and vomiting as the suspect had earlier attempted to escape bus away. Uh, the driver engaged the emergency immobilizer system. Witnesses had observed the suspect stabbing and cutting McLean's body and carrying uh, his severed head. Uh, he was trying to get taken by the police. He, the Lee said, I have to stay on this bus forever. And, uh, and then he, uh, <laughs> he, what am I listening got to? Arrested and, uh, and put in a car and then Greyhound decided to treat the passengers uh, to new clothing, so that's that's the uh, the killing of Tim McLean. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that fucking insane? That's like the craziest fucking story. I read. I remember reading that on Reddit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this was. What did I just? What did I just listen to? <laughs> Wait, what is this about new clothing? Yeah, no, that's that's like how Greyhound fucking remedied the. The situation after the dude was after the dude was arrested, Greyhound took all the passengers to get new clothes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. I'm just imagining. I don't know. Like, I think the wildest part is like if you took out all the fucking names of the locations where well, this was, like, you would never guess that that took place in fucking Canada. Yeah. Well, Jesus please. Christ. But yeah, so uh, that that has pretty much scared me to death from ever going on a Greyhound bus. So, 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, buses suck, yeah. period. But like, so the dude just had like a breakdown and started like murdering, murdering a person on the and bus? eating. Oh, this is the other part. When they when he got arrested, the dude's nose and tongue were found in Lee's pockets. <laughs> what the fuck? I could imagine like just how fucking miserable you are <laughs> being on a Greyhound bus. All of a sudden, like you just see this go, and then you walk, you're like, "Fuck me!" Like you're already freaking out. Yeah, no like, any prior like things, like no prior charges. I of- guess not. I didn't see anything on that. And then he just fucking gets uh... eaten. He no, this like fucking Lee dude was like had a bachelor of science. He he. Yeah, it's weird. I guess <laughs> this shit, like, yeah, this is like fucking crazy. He just fucking broke down and just started fucking eating a dude on a bus. Like, you imagine, like, just fucking then standing outside of the bus, like, completely fucked up emotionally from what you just saw. And then the dude raises up the dude's decapitated head. Oh my god. <laughs> not, dude, not, 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 to be, not to be that guy. Not to be that guy. Uh, but. Is this confirmed or is this no, just No, this is real. Uh, this urban is, this is I'm reading this straight off of Wikipedia and there's it's all cited. Oh. <laughs> no, it's real. I'm pretty I mean, it's it. all cited. What's the site what are the citations? Are they actual news sources? Yeah, Winnipeg Free Press, CBC News, CTV News. Oh, okay, there like, we go. Like this is all fucking uh, uh, the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Is that that's like the fuck that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, uh, and, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's Bear's Corner. <laughs> fucked up, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this dude so fast your freshman heads are gonna explode. Dude, that's nuts. <laughs> I, like, skipped over some stuff, but, like, yeah, just look up the killing of Tim McLean. You'll, uh, it's, it's pretty fucking brutal and, like, funny. I mean, not funny. Well, kind of funny, but absurd. it's absurd. Yeah, um, yeah, Gonzo. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I for a little bit, I thought you were leading us on like an aristocrats like style joke. <laughs> so did I. Because <laughs> like you were reading it, and I was like, at, at, at a certain point, I was like, it just sounds like he's riffing and like vamping, like he's just like grasping at straws until one of us stops him. <laughs> Good old uh, Norm McDonald mosquito uh, monster. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, where the <laughs> fuck is this going? Ah, uh, that's. A, I'm gonna watch that YouTube video later. Now, that's a good one. <laughs> that's uh, Norm, Norm's great. Okay, well, with that, uh, that's that's the end of Bear's Corner. <laughs> um, for our for our two uh, new hosts for the day, um, for the night. Generally, uh, the bear asks us like life questions or just random questions. Uh, that was our first reading. <laughs> yeah, you guys were here for the first reading. Wow, yeah. I'm so honored. I feel special. <laughs> well, um, so, before uh-huh. I get into, into the weeds about Lovecraft Country, all right. I think 42J is the only other person who's seen all of it. Um, I think right now, my rating for it is at about a hard one out of two. Okay. Where, where are you feeling? I'll, I'll go on the I'm going to uh, normal scale uh, out of ten. I'd give it I'd give it like uh, I'd give it like a seven. I don't know what that means. What does a seven out of ten mean? <laughs> I like it, but I don't like it that much. So that's a that, what do you that mean, sounds like a so one out a of one? two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no regret, but there's not a. All right, I don't know anything about this show, so I'm gonna get off in a second. But should I watch this? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually what? just. I would say this is not the a same thing for, for uh, the bear. Okay. Bear. I would say this is not a show for most market. people. If you're gonna if you're gonna do an HBO show that is part of it is is uh, you know 
about race dynamics and stuff like that, and like the show itself is also entertaining, I would say give Watchmen yeah. a shot. Yeah, over definitely. this, hundred percent. Watchmen uh, is a, is is a two out of two. Yeah, I still have to watch Watchmen for sure. Lovecraft Country. Is, there's so many caveats to who I recommend it to because of a lot of different reasons we'll get into. That's why I think it's like a one out of yeah. two for me. All right. Yeah. I. All right. I was also going to talk about just like things that buffed like biffed endings. If you guys had wanted to stay and comment on that, if you knew any shows. Or, uh. I'm ready to go for yeah, Biffed Endings, man. Yeah, do that oh, first. Oh, Biffed that Endings? That, that's what I'm saying, okay. like, right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So, like, um, so some examples I have. We talked about Mass Effect, uh, Coach and I, and I don't know how, how Forte Joe feels about that. Uh, Game of Thrones is the, the epic example everybody points to right now. Um, I think it's also the worst example of the ones I have written here. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. I know Biff, their ending for a lot of people. Oh, God, that was terrible. Um, Gave up. uh, I know no one on this pod watched this, so but I'm going to throw it out there anyway because it's bugged me all summer. The ending to Gilmore Girls, the reunion, was awful. Awful. Boston Market, I I shit you not, I was talking to Jay Boner about like things that have fucked up the endings, and she said Gilmore because that had like a new season, but but she's later season. Yeah, but she preferred season, right? Not like the original run of it. So she said, so she she said the original run is a better ending, but still wasn't a great ending. And then when they came back with the reunion, it was the reunion. Yeah, the reunion. Yeah, the, the ending is very bad i wish i never watched the reunion because we ran through the original series i had never watched it before ran through the original run loved it decided to watch the netflix reunion awful garbage i should have never watched it that's like 50 sounds like you should just watch the show in general well wait wait the the, the show's pretty good Uh, wasn't on abc family all right man i like abc family shows i don't know what to tell you all right, yeah, we know you do. That's, you that's like my contribution. So okay, but like, so wait, so, <laughs> I did, did watch. I, I did watch Runaways. <laughs> how did a how kid did that was actually more... pretty good. Runaways? A kid from my from my graduating class was it was minorly in like one of those episodes. <laughs> Which means absolutely no. nothing. It doesn't. <laughs> Isn't Aubrey Plaza in Runaways? What? Isn't Aubrey Plaza in Runaways? No, you're thinking of the uh, you're thinking of the oh, Professor Legion. X son Legion. Like, I, Legion. Legion. That's that's the right. third that's season right. of that because it was getting a little out there for me. I have I never watched first, a single episode. Of it. I don't even know what good. it was on. After that, it 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 goes out there, but it's 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 weird how a major network would put that on television. Good for them. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Well. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but, but uh, Boston Market, Boston Market. How did so the Gilmore Girls finale? Did that like sour the whole show for you? Like, would you not rewatch the show now? Uh actually, maybe. I'm I'm pretty notorious for binge watching, or I should say binge rewatching. Right, right. I love just going through and rewatching episodes. I have yet to do that with any of the Gilmore Girl episodes. So okay. Did it take your your rating on the uh, zero out of two scale? Did it bring it down at all? And if so, by uh, how much? Um, I would say for me personally, it was a solid eight out of ten show. Mm-hmm. It definitely brought it down to a seven. Okay. So I would say the ending itself brought it down. So a one out of two. Yeah, so one out of two. So one out of two. Uh, <laughs> I have I have um, two that kind of go hand. Well, they they. They don't go hand in hand with show content, but the reason why I think they're disappointing. So, like, I thought Parks and Rec like went one season too long. Like, I did not enjoy. I, I would not hard like disagree seven, with that. Seven, right, seven seasons. You mean like when a lot of people future, didn't like it? I love the last season of Parks and Rec. Are we talking about? Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I thoroughly love the last season of Parks and Rec. Sorry, uh, n- not to bring it back to Gilmore Girls, but they pretty much did the same thing that Parks and Rec did, which jump into the future. And I agree with Erickson on Parks and Rec. I think they should have ended it with the seventh season. And shows like that. They were just ha- it was like yeah. leading up with, to a perfect ending, with, and then they're like, "Fuck it, let's just extend it." But that does not change my opinion of the show, really. 
because like I'm not really watching that show. Like you know, there's there's like an overarching story, but like honestly, like that's like maybe five percent of the reason why I enjoyed it. So fair. I like I like the last season. I like I think Parks and Rec had a good finale. I think Parks and Rec has a perfect ending. Actually, I have it written down on my list here of endings that I really love. Um, um, you, you you take down you take down notes for this podcast. Well, when Hori gives me a topic to sorry, if Texmex gives me a topic to, to talk about, I if I think of something, I write it down quickly. Yeah. No, the, um, uh, no, no, real quick. So just like so, I I didn't like like the last three or four seasons of The Office. Whenever uh, there there's my, yeah, once Michael Scott that, leaves, I didn't, it's... like start watching it on TV until like he left which is really weird and it was not good and i don't know why so, i kept I, watching it but i watched it until the end but but i think they honestly I, I, flyers go for no, it I, I just i just really quick i think they had a good finale like final, I think their final, final yeah. episode was good i'm on the first yeah. I, so i kind of i've like the office i had always just like watched random episodes like yeah, and then thing. i finally like sat down and watched the whole thing and I'm in the middle of the the uh, first season without Michael. And I actually kind of, I'm like, I actually kind of like it. But, however, like, there's what, like, two or three of those seasons? Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah the I stuff don't... with, uh, what's his name, Robert California, I like him. But then after yep. that, it... But it's like they didn't know what to do with him. I, like... Because yeah. he's gone he after, like, yeah. an episode. The <laughs> good, and then, like, after that, it's like... Yeah. I, Ed Helms is kind of like they're just annoying as juggling. <laughs> yeah, they they did they misused Ed Helms a lot. I like Flyers is rewatching The Office, and honestly, like upon rewatch, I just don't think that shows as funny as I thought it was when I was in I middle school. I think it has high highs. It's like extremely yeah. high yeah. highs. Yeah, it's lows. It is cr- real cringy and hard to watch at times. Yeah. Well, like. I mean that's that's the idea of the OG like British office though like where it's the boss is woefully unaware of being like cringy and like annoying to everybody. Yeah, but honestly that's not enjoyable to watch for me. But it's a Scott's Tots thing, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like it's it's hard to watch and I it's like if I'm watching the office or a show like it in particular Parks and Rec. Yeah. Which I think is the better version of that show. It's like I want to watch it because it makes me happy to watch, and I enjoy watching it. And watching Scott's Tots just makes me fucking hate life. Would you rather watch Scott's Tots five <laughs> days a week or Old Boy again twice a week? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Old Boy. Yeah. Same. Um. Yeah. I. Did. Uh, yeah. Taylor, the did you have the other show? one was kind of the other one is my favorite show of all time. So, like, really don't hate oh. The Wire. Uh, the, the, no, yeah, I had never no, watched I it. To watch it. Like, kind of like the... So the whole thing is, like, the ending was, like, pretty good. Like, the, the ending was pretty good. However, what sucked was, like, the last season was definitely the weakest season. So it was, like, you had, like, a good story, but it was just, like, it wasn't nearly as, like, hard-hitting and, like, interesting as, like, the f- first four seasons. So, right. but uh, but still, my favorite show of all time. So, like they they had the ending figured out, but then they had to fill up like nine episodes. To yeah, get that kind of feel. and it was just like yeah, and it was just kind of. I think like the so yeah, it was like the the main story had run its course, and it probably went a little too long. Like they should have done like a right. like a. I guess a Breaking Bad, like, like they should have done, like, a half season or something. I don't know. Or I guess, like, a Game of Thrones. Right. Like, I'm not saying, like, content-wise, but, like, oh, like a God. short, like, a short last right, season. Right. Yeah. The, um, but the ending didn't no, detract no, 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 from no, no, no. the show. No, the ending was... I feel, yeah, I feel yeah. like Game of Thrones is the only show that is, like, I'll never go back and watch it. I think that's the only... Uh, how I Met Your Mother is like that for me. Oh, I think, but I think even without the uh, ending, How I Met Your Mother is yeah. very hard did to not, go back and rewatch. It did not hold up. Those kind is of not it a really didn't. Sitcoms are like too hard to watch again. Except, uh, I would disagree with. I am currently watching Cheers like I always do. That show still as amazing. Yeah, I think Cheers holds up. I think that's 
Great ending. I think, I think How You Made Mother is too. Yeah, that's on my list too. Awesome, Mark. It's the same with that stupid show. Um, Big Bang Theory was never funny though. So I've, I've never is. seen a lot of episodes of this show, but it's it's usually on those lists of highly rated finales. Mash. I've never really watched Mash. Mash is always I've up there. Heard that as well. But I've heard the last season of Mash isn't great. Sounds but like that's every show. It like the ending is. Good. <laughs> that's every show we've described. Um, um, all right, I'm gonna throw an oddball out here that maybe only Tex Mex gets. But, like, of all-time television infamous endings, I guess, Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that, that's, I mean, that's an, it's, it's not a good ending. It's not a bad ending. It's just kind of like a what? What? <laughs> so, for, for the audience, people here that don't know, Saint Elsewhere when it came out, was that the 70s, probably? I don't remember. It, it's a show, but it's, um, a, it's, a, it's a hospital show. It's a hospital. Guess, it's like the original hospital drama, like before ER or anything. Yeah. Also, um, a six, six How, seasons. Like 80s? Mr. Feeney's one of the doctors. You think Mr. Yeah, Feeney? I think so. And so, like... <laughs> no, no, that's the 18th. Like, <laughs> so, so, super famous... Like everyone really loved the show. It was a really popular show. Lasts like six seasons. The season series finale, last episode, they zoom out of the hospital in a snowstorm. And it zooms out into this, like it's a snow globe. The entire hospital is a snow globe. And it turns out that a, you know, pardon my like a retarded kid or a kid with autism yeah. is like imagine then, the entire show while staring at like this snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, so like the entire show takes yeah. place in this kid's oh dream. Oh, yeah. oh I feel like, I feel like and the best part like is was mentioned on like I love the eighties or something. I feel like I remember. Right, right. Okay, so, yeah, 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 it was. It was. Yeah. yeah. So really funny. I know Tex Mex has yep. devolved yep. down this rabbit yep. hole with me as well, where that show was really popular and they did a bunch of crossover episodes with other shows. Oh, yeah. Now they're all oh, are you talking so about there's a, the, the, the there's a whole TV network that goes to TV shows like to today yeah. that all take place within this kid's mind because St. Elsewhere technically never happened. Yeah. And, and, like it's like like it's insane how many shows are connected there's a guy who like maintains a list online like it goes out to like doctor who and like the x-files and just wild shit um i'm sure contemporary shows too because like they reference or crossover and what have you but yeah that's that's, that is a notorious one more quick one (laughs) uh yeah the dark knight rises should have been a lot better like the first two the first two were (laughs) Um, so fucking good and then, and then, Dark Knight That's Rises fair. was like very like. It ends. I pretty, feel like this should have been better. It ends pretty rushed. Yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. I, the issue was Nolan had a script to go, and then Heath Ledger yeah, died. Yeah. I think I think that's what really derailed it because I, my understanding is that he was it was supposed to be not necessarily Joker centric, but the Joker was supposed to be a key and piece. Catwoman of wasn't the plot. supposed to be in it. I think. Right. Was Catwoman even supposed to be in it? Yeah, I don't think so. She I was. She was, a good she was very one. good. It it seemed weird that like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna be with this woman at the end. Yeah, just can't... it yeah. could have been better. I think it's a little bit more hate than it deserves. It... Tom Hardy was no, obviously definitely amazing. like, definitely just like he is in everything. Low high tier comic book movie, maybe like high mid tier. Yeah, but like it's just like you well, have they... two of the best of all time. And then, and then you're yeah. like, oh man, like Chris, Christopher Nolan never fucks anything up. And then it's like, yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, I guess, am I the only one here? Oh no. Did Mark see Tenet or, or uh, Boston Market? I have heard like such mixed reviews. Not. I've heard people say I, they fucking hate it and people I say they liked it. Don't hate it, but I, I give it a one out of two. I didn't really care for it. But you don't regret it. That's what yeah. it is. It wasn't worth. It wasn't worth. It's a question of regret right now to see it. Okay. Um, yeah. I, it sounds like something I would really enjoy. It's just like his. That seems like the thing up is my, third my alley of kind of movies, amazing, and I felt nothing during this third act. Yeah, yeah, that's unusual for him. Yeah. 
Well, you know, the whole thing's about time traveling backwards. If you really like the first act and then the third act was really slow, wouldn't that be? (laughs) (laughs) We put our climax up front. Uh, Nolan, I feel like Nolan would do some weird shit like that, but um, I haven't seen Tenet. I don't know anything about it. I'm waiting for a digital release. December is coming. I think it's coming out. Okay. Um, Speaking of Nolan, I might be in the minority in this one, but I think Interstellar is his like magnum opus in the theater. It's it's not his best. I don't. I'll say it's not his best movie. Like it's not the one I want to rewatch every single time. But in terms of like grand scope, some of the acting in there, the story that he's trying to tell, yeah. And the score and the ideas behind it and the rendering like of that black hole and the reference frame scene. Uh, yeah. Most ambitious. I think my yeah. favorite the is still the Prestige yeah. is my favorite. Really? Over the Dark Knight? Or do we yeah, even, part of me doesn't even consider yeah. the Dark Knight like I, no one. I, I don't count those. They're, they're very good movies, but they're just they're too hard to grade against like the rest of its work. Yeah, every, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, so we got we got 14 minutes till the witching hour. Um, time to to bore everybody. All right, out bye guys. Four o two, Joe. Bye, bear. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of feelings about Lovecraft Country, and I'm interested okay. in. Okay, I want to hear you first. Um, okay, so but before we get started, I just um, we try our best and it's late in the game to say uh, we try our best to be an apolitical podcast. That's uh, our co-founders uh, only input <laughs> uh, T dog. Um, so before anything, I think that this, this is a tough show to watch for some people in so much as so much American media is written from the perspective of just like, you know, anglo-saxon like white people right and this is clearly written from a very different perspective and i know that's just a turnoff to some people and if you go on reddit you'll find some people who are angry about stuff like that wasn't the, wasn't so, the book though I, written I by it, a white guy wasn't it a white guy? I, I the the show is is, is run by a, a a black woman and, and i know jordan peele and yeah of, uh, black people are involved um in the show because it's also the book's very yeah. different from the show as well but that's all i wanted to say is that like to up front like you, you have to come at it with especially if, you, if you're not familiar with the the story it's trying to tell it, it, it is it is going to be difficult more difficult to watch or you have to kind of have an open mind going into it that being said i got a lot of problems with it <laughs> um not, not a lot i i it just it stumbled and I've, i think i've seen every episode almost three times now in preparation wow. for this um I watched everything once, and then I watched well, it again with uh, Jay Boner, and I, I've only partially rewatched the, the finale in the, the second thing, last I, episode. Since you've rewatched everything, this, this is what I felt. Yeah. I felt like this is a show that would make more sense watching it straight through, whereas like I feel like mm-hmm. the weekly episodes hurt this show. The weekly episodes definitely hurt the show, and I think there is... I was given some value on a rewatch because of uh, the time travel stuff and like how it all ends. And like you, it's more obvious what they're hinting at. And like some things, the way some characters are written is so intentional. Um, Like the father Montrose, like everything he says is uh, from the first second when he shows up in the second episode, pretty much everything he says from the second episode is like leading up to that Tulsa episode. Like it is, it is it is yeah. very tight. He's a very strong character, and I do want to. I want to say that everybody's very. All the actors are, are great. I don't. I think all the writing is pretty great. It's just so I. I there are a couple things that I noticed on the rewatch is that my two least favorite episodes were the finale and episode four, which is the Indiana Jones like episode, is what I've been calling it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Or Goonies, I think. <laughs> it was that really out of place. And yeah, so what I, I I noticed about both of those, and there there are parts the finale I did like more than than yeah. the, the Goonies episode, but um because the finale has some really great parts. The letter at the end, um, which is where it should have been. Just ended. like it, it, 
<laughs> yes, yes. Because everything everything about the show now rewatching is about, and I wrote this down here. It's about like the so what's what can turn people off who who to my earlier point about like the perspective it's written from is it's about oppression, like the whole show. But that's like that's that's like the 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 setting almost. Like it's really about family and sacrifice, right? Like that's what the show is about. Like that's mm-hmm. the actual theme is these like family relations and sacrifice. And the the every episode other than those two, something I noticed is they are tent pulled and kind of written around this the speaking. Oh, the, the the music and the soundtrack is great, but they include a lot of like spoken word. Oh yeah, that was in and like the ninth episode. Was that the ninth episode? Every episode has spoken word except the tenth okay, and the yeah. fourth. <laughs> And they're all kind of tent pulled around it. So I, I I was going over this in my head, and like the first episode, it's it's probably the best episode. I don't know if you Which think number that. again. N- number uh, one, yes, definitely. I would say number nothing beats the first episode. Right, which is I mean, <laughs> sad, but like the first episode's great. But it's it, it it is about like that, and it, it, it has. And um, that's why I kept um, watching it because I, I think it's James Bond something like that again. And never really got it yeah well it has that james baldwin speech and it's about like uh being an outsider and and like you know black people being like living in a separate world and that's kind of what it's tent pulled around like there's this whole separate world of magic and and obviously all the racism racism and all that going on too in the sundown towns so it's kind of like the script feels tight around that then the second one it's um uh the the kind of spoken word it's like slam poetry is that like poem song like whitey mm-hmm. on the moon and it's about like that they have their like that they're suddenly thrust into this like otherworldly problem right and that kind of parallels it because that's the one with the big magic and the explosion yeah. and all that right it goes from being a horror show to a sci-fi yeah. show in that but it's about like having like normal problems versus these great grand you know people are trying to go to the moon people are trying to go to the garden of eden with problems and the third episode, it opens with the funeral, and like that one's all about like the, the spoken word is like from a Nike commercial, I think. But it <laughs> it has to do with like um, that's the one with you the know, doctor, uh, right? It, the, the, yeah, it's the haunted I house. Mean. It's the haunted house, and it has to do with like uh, like what are you doing with your time, kind of thing. Like what are you doing to like give back? And that's what the speech is about while it's over the funeral, and like that one comes together with like the you know the passed away like black ghosts coming together with like the the current black tenants to like feed the evil white power remove yeah to remove the evil white dude right but like that speech and kind of reflected and, and then the, the fourth episode doesn't have also, a speech so yeah yeah but i'm saying like each each speech is like tent polling kind of the story so like the fourth one didn't have anything and the fourth one also felt the goonies one just felt like an episode to move the plot along i feel like every it seemed like every other Um, episode was good and then it was kind of like a not filler but like not as like a all-around good solid story plot yeah like the 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 fifth one is where the person switches bodies and it's about like being a black woman is the speech right and the and that's kind of what the episode is about, like the, being in your own skin and stuff. The sixth one is probably like the most out there because it's the flashback to Korea and follows a yeah. whole different character. And that's a Judy Garland speech. And that's about being used and treated mm. like a monster. Like it, it's like something Judy Garland recorded like toward the end of her career. And like the whole writing is tent pulled around that. And then the seventh is uh shit, which one's the seventh? The the, the eighth is when they they that girl being chased it, by the uh, it's the d episode the, like, little demon girl yeah and the, uh. the the speech is about the, the episode's about like neglected black children and the speech is about neglected black girls and then the Seven. the, the seventh was oh hippolyta, oh, yeah, was hippolyta was episode there. that one was that one was out there that one was probably the 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 one i have the least to personally identify with since i am neither black yeah. nor a woman but i i really enjoyed it and like that that was the explorer speech at the end because the whole episode's about hippolyta understanding herself and being able to explore the like infiniteness of the universe and then like the ninth episode we had um the tulsa episode and that one's all about legacy and the speech there is all about legacy 
And then the 10th episode doesn't have a speech. And it really, like, looking back, it just feels, like, very yeah. rushed. It seems like every like, show, I, right? I feel like, like the 10th episode. Every, almost every current show is rushed like that at the end. Yeah. I feel like that 10th that episode, it should have been, like, two hours. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So, I the, the only things that really, like, brought down that that 10th episode, it's not that oh, it didn't have a speech and they all had other ones had speeches. It's just I feel like the speeches kind of gave them something to like write around and then when i'm re-watching it i can like having already known like what they kind of tent pulled the episode around in my opinion it's it's easier to connect like everything and then the 10th episode it doesn't have that and it just feels like they're the first half they're rushing through plot and the second half they're That's doing a, i guess we should have taken like, the hint though because i felt like they're rushing they would rush stuff at the end of episodes throughout the whole show and it seemed like really weird like that Indiana Jones yeah. episode where they find that woman and she's like, "Up, oh, no, she's she's gone. She's gone. No, now she's dead." <laughs> um, oh, and the, then even like the, the second episode that, came out. Uh, oh, like oh, we're gonna experience a lot of stuff at this house, and then nope, it blows up. Right. Well, I think I think part of that too is um, it, it hurt it on a few episodes like that, but uh, it's that each episode was almost was trying to be like its own yeah. contained story because that's how the book is written is they're all short stories just using the same characters and then it turns out there's like a climax mm. at the end right um yeah i just it, i feel like it should have been a longer episode uh the i didn't understand the, the la- i didn't understand what the last scene was what the purpose of it was right so so there's the there's the final scene the climax and the, the the so the three things that like bothered me about the uh, the, the last episode and like pulled the show down for me was the, the yeah the, the final scene is in like the the, the fight and, and it's not not them fighting on the bridge i'm fine with that but like how just all the climax kind of went down um the so the, yeah the climax then the, the actual final scene and then like the white people line so so let's start with the final scene the final scene they have a girl with a robot arm they pinned it at um just murder like, the villain. The scene before <laughs> that, she was scared. Incapacitated. She was scared, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "I can't be stopped." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the Terminator. So I rewatching. I think they kind of hint at that character's like capacity for violence, but not to the point where, like, uh, it wouldn't have made it much better. But if the 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 character she has uh, the uh, a demon dog mm-hmm. with her effectively if the demon dog had eaten the villain and she just kind of stood there and winced i think that would have been more in line than having her personally choke the villain yeah to death. but I guess, uh, yeah i guess they kind of hinted at her like being like that in the was that episode 8 where she, like charged at those like, yeah. demon gir- yeah. the demons and then yeah. she spit on the cop yeah well and she threw she threw rocks at the little girl like the the, the she's going through a lot of grief and like I, I get that and the uh showrunner came on and explained i think that like oh well she's reading the book and in the book they like don't kill the villain at the end and that's why d says um uh they never learn because that they left her they left the villain still alive but also d never interacted yeah. with the villain like there's no personal animosity no. there either like, like she should have been the one. I, I think that was their that second like cop, which which was weird. Yeah. That the I guess it makes sense that the villain killed the cop, but yeah, it that's that scene is just out of place, and what it, it reeks to me of like either reshoots or like season two bait. I kind of right? hope there isn't a season two. Same, very much same. Um, so the actual climax bothered me too. Um, just like the the I, I'm fine with how people died and, and who did and whatever but like i don't know if it was just like the 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 direction wasn't there for me it just felt very like janky i don't know how else to explain it like um the the korean character runs into the the shadow and connects to ca- a dead character and a living character to cast a spell but it's like i just feel like they they they, they rush through so much like the spell wasn't no. really explained um what they were trying to do didn't feel really fleshed out like and then like why not why couldn't Atticus just fucking leave like <laughs> um that's something too like I, I, I the 
that bothered me and that actually brought me back to like what was christina's motivation at the end there like i i get that like the villain wanted to become immortal and she had to sacrifice this character but like they had like the ultra MacGuffin, this book of like every spell yeah and then like if i were her i'd be like i can figure out the like i've been working from one page of this book and now i have yeah i can try to get the entire fucking book they could have just yeah separate i don't know went separate ways yes like cr- cross path like her, her her thing isn't just wasn't just immortality it, it felt like yeah. she wanted more than that and then when they're like oh all she wants is immortality it's like because that's that what like, it, it yeah, didn't feel like because that's what her father wanted and i thought she wanted more than that right right like that that they, yeah. they kind of fumbled there they, they killed a character off screen which was annoying um or put her in a coma yeah, with ruby um because she was one of the strongest characters, like, even so, though she was like a side character. Yeah, she was really good. That yeah, I feel like really every, every actor in the um, show needs to be put on another show that's has better yeah. flow. <laughs> I think uh, everybody was good, but of the main cast, I think Letty might be the weakest. Yeah, you me. mean uh, Journey Smollett? I she think. was. Uh, what's her name? Black Canary from the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, was she? Oh, fuck, I barely remember that. Um, God, I barely remember that movie. I enjoyed yeah, it, but I yeah. barely remember it. Um, and then, like, something else where it just felt, bait, like, bait-y. Um, I don't know how else to put it. Is like, the line that Letty gives to where, to Christina where it's, like... Uh, so, in the books, they just take away the villain's magic. Like, that's yeah, how it is. Okay, um, okay. The villain... explain that. I felt like when they said, like... Oh, so like we took all we took the white power. It's all ours now. And I feel like, does that make you any better? <laughs> no. So, so I I don't know if I I misheard the line. I heard her say, uh, so the villain is like, you took my magic, you cut me off from magic, and Letty's response is, we cut yeah. off all white people. And I was just like, that makes <laughs> you worse. <laughs> yeah. It, I so the the explanation they kind of gave was just that, oh, well, the spell was written by a former slave, and that's the spell she wrote, was to ban white people from magic. And like that's fine. That makes sense. But you have to put that yeah. in the actual story. Like, that has to be somewhere. Like, you know what it needed? It needed an, a Hannah episode or something. Hannah is the, the ancestor character yeah. that's a former slave. Like, like if you're if you're gonna end with that, if that is going to be like your final, not even your final line, but like your your final line at the climax is, we've taken all magic away from white people, then you need a little bit more like substance mm-hmm. behind it, other than that. Yeah, one. like that was it. Like she said, I know. That so did, I was just like, like I was just what? like, <laughs> this is like. I thought we wanted like I, we wanted I was watching like it with Jay Boner. I was just, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was just like I I having the author come and like say oh well this is the 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 showrunner like this is what we meant by it okay but like you're the also the showrunner was the author put that in the show like no 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 no. so the 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 showrunner is a different woman i'm saying that the author of the show is the show i was using those interchangeably but but yeah like other than that if if you have to come explain your show after you make it you messed up two seasons of uh Westworld, they like they have to explain everything, and I'm like, yep. shut up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, I like I, I really like the show. I like a lot of the episodes. Like it, it I, I I really like the Tulsa episode. I really like the D episode. I the first episode's awesome. Everybody should watch the first yeah. episode, even if you don't. I watch guess the I was show. when I heard Lovecraft Country, um, I was hoping for like more monsters and stuff, and I didn't get that. Right, right. I I mean that's that's not really what the book's about and like th- that's the thing too is they advertise that yeah as like a scary show and it's really it's really like a uh uh you know a black doctor who <laughs> just like sci-fi show jumping from plot to plot with yeah kind of an a lot of story, story was right was cool like where she was yeah. that was full-blown doctor who <laughs> um no but like in retrospect i think it drops it to kind of like uh, it, it's it's it, if they had stuck the the landing and that fourth episode didn't mm-hmm. meander as much, I think it would be an easy thing to recommend to people. Like the Watchmen show is easy for me oh, to yeah. recommend. Every to episode's like great. Yeah, and I I think their ending is great. And the, the reason I, I I was a little sour on their ending 
was because their second to last episode, which I think is the Dr. Manhattan episode, is so good. It's one of the yeah. best episodes of, of anything I've seen on television. Totally agree. Um, so this Lovecraft Country review ends with us recommending Watchmen. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, like if, if you if you have this the the stomach and the time for it, I would recommend giving Lovecraft Country just like a go, but being ready for some janky episodes mixed in, and especially not sticking the landing doesn't kill it for me. Like I'd be willing to rewatch it, but. It, it definitely hurts the overall yeah, show uh, yeah. for me. It's not like a do do all or do not, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first episode for sure. I, do you have anything else you want to say on it, um, to Joe? Like I said, I give it like one out of two, seven out of ten. It's it's above it's above average, but like quality yeah, wise yeah. and stuff. But uh, it's it's that whole thing with like um, a lot of Netflix shows are doing, and a lot of shows where like the episodes are like spliced out it's not like a straight through story I, i'm kind of like getting sick of the like all over the place shows yeah like what was oh, like, they're trying to be edgy and interesting this year that was like that I'm trying to think of it uh didn't you guys say didn't you guys say umbrella academy was like that or no i liked umbrella academy no i really season two okay. of umbrella academy is phenomenal think, season yeah. one's eh. like i would season two was so good i recommend uh, yeah, watching I both watch seasons that. so you can watch season two yeah it's uh that's definitely I, I other shows to recommend. Uh yeah, that the boys is really good. I'd say the boys is better than Umbrella Academy, but Umbrella Academy season two for sure really pushes it to almost as good as the boys. Doom Patrol is definitely the weakest of those shows, but I enjoyed Doom Patrol. Uh it has its moments. It's definitely a, a, like a tier mm-hmm. below those two though. It's got T bonus here right Right. <laughs> as a robot man <laughs> yeah and I, I guess i would also recommend like every season of fargo it's like one of my favorite shows because every every season's different I, like the first two seasons are kind of connected but then yeah three is the weakest i like this fourth one it, it's weird like i think the third the third still takes place around fargo but this season is in like kansas city Missouri, so I was like confused why they're calling it Fargo still. Like I, the one, the one character definitely has an accent from like Minnesota and stuff, but yeah. they'll have a connection at she, the end. She's or something. like the most interesting. She's the most like the Elizabeth Olsen. We just get rid of her she's the a, accent because it's too hard to do. Girl from that movie that's on Netflix. Like, uh, I I feel like I think I'm gonna end things or something like that. It's like it's supposed to be some good no movie on there. But uh, wait, just one one show I want to get your opinions on really quick. Peaky Blinders. Uh, my sister made me. We started watching that. Never watched it on season two, and I don't know what it is about the show, but I find it really rough to like get through it. It, I I like it, especially now that Tom Hardy's in. Yeah. Oh, Tom but, Hardy's. Like, I don't know what it is like. There's like the show's Ooh. like slow for some reason. Tom Hardy's in it. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I it, love it's the, a very you deliberate know, I love use, like Arctic Monkeys and like other like like british rock groups and like the music i like that so i i enjoy it i i'm i think i'm all caught up with that show it's an easy recommend with the caveat like this most recent season like it feels just like i don't know like a pattern of uh, the protagonist tells everybody to do things somebody fucks up then the protagonist has to like fix the plan mm. on the fly kind of thing um, it felt they like just it just fell out. into that. I don't remember. I think it was like a, last year. I, I never know when that show comes out yeah. until it hits Netflix. Um, whichever season where I don't know, I don't want to spoil anything. Like every season, they like escalate like their crime and stuff. Um, I so I, I don't know how to talk about it. There's Nazis. Um, oh, is that far? I think because <laughs> it starts right uh, after. I think World it's Nazis. One, I think right. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it's 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 not um, it's like the Nazi Party okay. equivalent that was in Britain, not the actual Nazi. Like it's not World War Two hasn't started as far as I know. Um, no. So we're we're a little bit over time. Uh, right now, four two Joe, we do our wrap up. Uh, I ask everybody if there's anything they want to go out on, and then we uh call it a podcast. So I I. I got my, my rant in there about Lovecraft Country and how they're, it's a good show, mm-hmm. but there are better shows. 
Uh, 402J, anything you uh, want to go out on? I agree with your statements on Lovecraft Country and Watch Watchmen. Coach, <laughs> <laughs> anything you want to go out on? All right. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's this board game called Stratego. <laughs> now, I really enjoy it. I was playing over the weekend, and... You know, it's just a fun game. It's like a kind of a cap- capture the flag sort of thing, like checkers almost meets risk kind of. And you've you got to capture your opponent's flag. Uh, and you can you strategize. you got bombs, and then certain pieces can disarm the bombs. And it's just, you know, there's different strategies you, you can use. It's really play? simple. There's a, a kid? You know, really, really slow learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had never played no, it before, never right, Tex Mex? Liar. I was thinking, like, I had a small version of Stratego. It was, it was cool. Ooh, that <laughs> sounds interesting. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll call it a night. Uh, 